0: Hey, this is Kale McCutcheon, and you're watching Past Turned Up here on Facebook Live. Today, we are joined by Joe, and we'll be listening to Help Desk with Joe. This is show number 11, and we are going live. This is Kael McCutcheon with Past Turned Up Studio here in Spencer, West Virginia. You're listening to Help Desk with Joe. This is episode 11 with our with Help Desk with Joe. Make sure to tune in for more podcasts, information, and music. Thank you for tuning in.
1: All right, welcome to show 11, and uh, with me, as always, is Joe, the man that does all the hard work here, and he's calling in remotely, so help desk with Joe. Joe, are you there?
2: I am here.
1: All right, so welcome to our show. We're currently doing these shows with the COVID-19 in progress, and we're doing it remotely, so uh, folks, if you're listening in, you'll notice that Joe is... Uh, a. Obviously on the phone, and that's for social distancing and safety purposes. So, uh, Joe, show number 11, you're rolling right along, and I really appreciate you doing all the hard work behind the scenes to make sure we can do these broadcasts. Now, I really appreciate you being willing to take time to call in and make it happen. I know it's a little bit more tedious than showing up in person. And on that note as well, I'll also say that I do miss having you here. I keep looking over to your seat, and you're not there, which is very weird for me.
2: Yeah, that's one of the hardest things that I still, you know, we're about, I think it's our third show in that we're doing remotely. I still can't get over the fact of <clears throat> trying to do it over the phone versus actually talking in person. It's a, it's a learning curve, nonetheless.
1: Yeah, it is, and uh, looking at the cues, because I, I read a lot of your cues, your facial cues and your hand gestures on when to talk and when to have the discussion points brought up and so forth, and uh, not having you here makes it really hard to do that, but uh, so... So anyway, um, we'll get started with our show, and then uh, again, this is Help Desk with Joe, and we do a lot of helping people, not only commercially, but personally, and with their technology needs uh, across the board, and uh, we have three aspects that you're going to talk about today, or three stories, I guess, and then we'll do our tip of the week, which will involve Kelly. In. who did a little experiment with this morning. Um, so let's start off with number one. You're going to talk to us about Netflix Security with Parents.
2: Yeah, now that everybody's staying home and everybody is quarantining and trying to entertain themselves, Netflix has released a new personal profile PIN number to actually help parents keep uh, kids safe from viewing content that isn't so kid friendly.
1: Nice, because it, it's hard. I know I have three teenagers in the house, and uh, you have a, a younger. Child, but uh, with my teenagers, they go off to their own room and they can watch Netflix on their own. And it's always, I'm always wondering what they're watching. Right, Kale? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I don't know if your mic is on there, but. um, So he gave me a nod, even though we're on radio. Uh, So yeah, it's it's always, (laughs) parents have to do their due diligence and uh, sometimes be the bad guy and not be their best friend and walk in and uh, check and see what they're actually doing and what they're actually watching to make sure the content is appropriate. Um, So always checking on our teenagers, that's a good policy. So tell me a little bit more about how this works.
2: Okay, so the way this works is, is if you use the kids profile, you can actually go in there and turn on, excuse me, you can actually turn on parental control, there's actually two features. You can go in the kids section, turn on parental controls and say any content below a PG rating is accessible. Anything above a PG rating is to be blocked or anything above a G rating is to be blocked. And you can actually go as far as say, let's say you have the PG rating on, but there's still some movies or TV shows that you just don't think is appropriate for your child for whatever reason. You can actually go in there and, and manually block those particular programs as well. Nice.
1: That's a great feature and for the, parents.
2: Right. And you know, we, uh, we love it. We haven't tried it yet because I, you know, I just found this out. So we're actually going to set this up and try it ourselves. But you know, with Sadie, you know, there's actually some some great kids content on there. You know, some educational stuff and all that. So you know, it's nothing for Sadie to, to sit down and watch whatever on Netflix. And she she's old enough now that she knows how to get Netflix to get their content and all that. But still, in the back in my mind, I'm always scared of you know her hitting that wrong button
1: oh yeah so, and, actually we- and that's what I was just gonna say and you really don't want your younger child to go through and just accidentally pull something up because anymore shows are marketed towards kids even though they're not appropriate I, I feel like anyway I got you know 13 year olds and 16 year old and and I'm still sketchy on some shows I'm like man that seems like it's a, a teen friendly comedy but in reality they're they're hitting adult themes that aren't appropriate um, and they make right. it seem fun, which, you know, for me, I'm, I would consider myself in some manners an, an immature adult. Uh, and, you know, and of course, I love those kind of shows. You know, oh, yeah, it's got slapstick humor and some funny stuff that would appeal to a teenager, especially a young teenager, uh, but might not be appropriate content wise. So that's always a good safety feature.
2: Right. So Netflix also adds to. For the grown-up profiles, you can actually add a PIN number, so if the kid accidentally tries to get into the adult account, it pops up, hey, what's this PIN number? Right. So there's no accidental or intentional moving from one profile to the next to try to bypass the uh, parental law
1: nice well that's that's very good for uh, i know netflix is becoming more popular and uh online streaming with tv shows and doing their own shows and movies and stuff so that's an awesome feature to have out there that's i'm glad to hear that myself because we have netflix and we have a family account so good stuff i'll have to go home and look into that and make sure that uh kale seems super excited about uh us regulating his content right kale right (laughs) <laughs> so, Kel, what kind of shows have you been watching on Netflix, just to kind of roll through it? You were talking about a new one. You were watching Arrow or something? Yeah,
0: DC Comics
1: movie. There we go. So the DC Comics are making a big comeback. But Anyway, anyway got off got off topic. Sorry about that,
2: Joe. <laughs> okay. All right. But so actually, to access, to access those new settings, you actually need to log into Netflix on your computer uh, in the browser section and actually go under your... Uh, account and the profile parental controls to actually access those if you're trying to use the netflix app on the tv you won't you won't be able to see that new setting just yet so you have to actually visit their website and actually turn those settings on
1: and i assume it's the same with your phone so you're saying you have to go to the computer you can't use your tv or your phone is that right
2: well if you you can use your phone as long as you go to the website i think if okay. you use the actual netflix app on your phone you probably won't see those settings. you have to actually yet. go to the website
1: okay Alright, well that's a great tip and a great story and that makes me feel good about Netflix. I'm I'm glad you know, as Patch, we're here advocates for kids and safety of kids so that that's a good heartwarming story that Netflix is putting in place the protocol to help protect children from content they shouldn't be looking at and that helps parents out so great, great story there.
2: Right, and they've had the kids profile for a while so that, that part's nothing new but I think that they, they just got hit, everybody else, with the, the blind side of, oh, everybody's at home now. Yeah. Now everybody has access to everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you got more time to cruise through and look at stuff. And once you run out of content, you'll start looking at other content just out of boredom. So, yeah. Good call. All right. Well, on to number two, uh, you talked about Apple face shields. And I'm curious because I don't know anything about this. And we didn't talk about it before the show started. So, fill me on, on on Apple face shields.
2: Okay, so Apple and their CEO, Tim Cook, is actually in production and design and producing face shields for coronavirus medical workers.
1: Wow. Now, I know you were ahead of the curve. We talked about this back in January, I think, on one of the shows, and you said, listen, this virus is going to affect you getting your iPhone, and the stuff that's made in China, manufactured there, it's going to slow down production, and people are, are going to notice that. And now it's overflowed in everything. But so here's my question: When you say that, are they using their iPhone factories and iPad factories, or Apple? We'll just say Apple product factories to switch over. And does that mean it's going to be more of a delay? Or well, how's that going to impact like iPhones and iPads and stuff? Is that the, Are those related? I, I,
2: I don't think they did not come into details as far as how these being made, but I'm assuming that they're going to be made in America, not in the same factories overseas as the iPhones. Okay. Because they they said that they plan on shipping more than a million face masks a week.
1: Oh, wow. So
2: I believe, yeah, so I believe that they, they are going to produce them in America. I don't know that for sure, but just pure assumption on my end.
1: Yeah, so... When they get everything started back up in China, the uh, iPhones and stuff won't be affected by this switching
2: gears by Apple. Right. Hmm. Okay. Nice. Yeah, what, actually, the, first, the okay. first shipment was delivered this, this week to the Kaiser facility in Santa Clara Valley. Uh, Tim Cook posted on Sunday on Twitter that the first shipment of face masks had actually been delivered.
1: Nice. Well, that's awesome. Okay. And what else is related to that was that was that the extent of it, that apple's made that turn and uh, and again I apologize I didn't ask you any of these questions before the show started we were on a little bit of a tight timeline and is that um, is there anything else they're going to be producing out of those or is that just temporary well
2: as, as of right now that's the only thing they're going to do but how they're going to distribute and sell them or just distribute them they're not going to actually make them available on their website for the public what they're actually doing is they're working with the uh, CDC and the government to actually get them made, get them to the government for the government to distribute to uh, areas that need them.
1: Oh, wow. So that's a great, I'm assuming it's a heartfelt community service on their part. Does that make sense? Am I reading that right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, good. Well, good for Apple. Um, I'm I'm a Samsung guy, but any good deed that's happening is uh, good across the board, and I'm I appreciate that on their end. Nice.
2: Yeah. And, and I mean, hats off to all these companies that are being impacted by this. And they're actually not only stepping up to help in any way possible, but it's, you know, helping on the back end. You know, the to still keep their workers working. You know, here's Apple doing face shields. And I know for a fact that Ford is making ventilators.
1: Yeah. So good stuff across the board here in this time of a crisis. we got a lot of companies that are stepping up and doing good stuff. So that is amazing, and um, okay. So, anything else on that? Are we ready to go on number three?
2: I'm ready to go on number three. If you are.
1: And honestly, I hate asking you that, and that's why I really miss having you here in person. Because normally I would just point to it, and you'd give me the yes or no. Uh, So I'm really (laughs) missing those cues, or I feel like we're not as smooth. I feel like I'm not as smooth in this conversation without uh, having you here. But it's okay. I'm really happy you're calling in. So we'll go on to next. So Amazon Prime Day. Tell me about that.
2: Yeah, you know the the Black Friday of the summer. What everybody loves is Amazon Prime Day, and the past couple of years, it's always been in about the middle of June. Well, due to all this chaos and shipping issues on Amazon's then, you know they're just getting slammed with orders. having to prioritize shipping, which we discussed a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Amazon is actually having to let their, their plans, now they've not made this official, but this is just kind of internal talk that they are discussing at this point. They are uh, talking about possibly delaying Prime Day until at least August. Oh
1: wow, it's gonna shove everything back that far then. Yeah. Do you think that's to get everything caught up or is that a manufacturing issue? Like they're just not able to I get think, products?
2: Well, I think it, it's kind of a multi-target issue. Uh, the the shipping issues they're having right now, plus probably getting product in, plus uh, social distancing, you know, because on Prime Day, you know, they probably had to have more staff on hand to fulfill orders and, and process yeah. them and all that. So, so yeah. it's kind of a multi-issue.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because you're right. They have so many facets to tie together. A, they got to have their manufacturing side ramped up and a lot of stock on hand, and you're right. They got to have a lot more staff. It's kind of like a Christmas Day special at a Walmart. You know, they got to have extra staff, which leads to extra trucking, which leads to extra, extra everything across the board, really, and a lot of collaboration there that needs to happen to make that, make that event get pulled off smooth. So that that makes sense. Yeah. I can understand. That's probably a good call on their part to go ahead and do it now before you get up to a couple days away and have media issues.
2: Yeah, it's kind of a domino effect, you know. Once, yeah. once one falls, it just kind of goes down from there.
1: Yeah. Now, will that affect you at all, or are you, you able to get through with that? Because I know you do a lot of shipping and a lot of off-site business. Is that anything that will impact you as well?
2: Well, it will affect my spending. Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which that might be a good thing. Asina uh, won't have as much problem keeping you reined in then.
2: Yeah, yeah, so no complaints so far on feed in the You know, I'm kind of bummed that I won't be able to, I'll have to wait on getting the Amazon goodies on Prime Day. But yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, for the sake of safety and health, it, it's worth
1: it. I got you, yeah. And overall, consumers will still get what they need regardless, so that's not a big deal. Awesome, okay, well, good to know. You can count on your Amazon Prime Day being moved back into August if you're one of the folks that really count on that. I myself don't ever pay any attention to any of the sales, the Black Fridays, or anything like that. So it doesn't impact me a bit, but I'm, I know there are people out there. I know my mom is a big, uh, hey, it's a Black Friday deal, and she waits to buy stuff specifically on those days to get the sales. Uh, and I don't know. We taught her how to use Amazon, but she still needs our, mine or Kale's help or my wife Cheryl's help to do those. So luckily we've avoided Prime Day with her, um, <laughs> In in a good way, of course but uh, And then also we don't pay attention to it at all So, Awesome, okay Is there anything else on with that?
2: No, that's pretty well it at this point uh, It was first reported by Reuters And they actually contacted Amazon To, to get a statement And Amazon's kind of tight-lipped at this point So yeah. more, probably more news to come as, as things open up And move down the pike
1: Yeah, and, it, and it's hard, everybody's got to be cautious And I'm sure, like you said They have a lot of uh, parts to put together so it's hard for them to develop a timeline um,
2: without knowing you know how everything's going to pan out yet so, right and you know they're just like the rest of those everything's fluid at this point we're literally taking it day by day yeah. as to how things operate and all that so I'd say once once thing, once the uh, curve as they're talking about on the news as you know it did lessens and all that you know you know we may <clears> things get <throat> pick back up in no time and they may push that back to July or whatever, you know. So at this point, everything's fluid.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, for those big time Amazon shoppers, just know it'll probably be August and I'm sure you'll give us updates as we get closer. Um, So plan on August being your big spending day. That gives you more time to save money,
2: Joe. There you go.
1: (laughs) Get your your, uh, rainy day fund ready and that gives you an extra month or two. Okay. There almost, you go. Yeah, Cena will be happy about it. You, on the other hand, will have to just be a little patient with we'll his shopping.
2: All right. Well, listen. It gives me that gives me a better excuse to say, "Hey, I waited two extra months to buy this."
1: So, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I added two more things or three more things to the list in those extra months.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the tip of the week, and we'll get Kale involved here. He was our uh, <clears throat> excuse me. He was our guinea pig. Uh, on this deal, and it's something that I was talking with you and Cena uh, last week, towards the end of the week, about you know having a teenager and the issues of giving them a credit card, and and we've mentioned this in other shows, um, you know, using teen. I have a 16 year old who started driving and so forth, and the rigmarole of technology and how to make your kids safe or help them be safe, and how to allow them to do certain things independently that you want to keep a. a check on and one of the things we had a discussion about was um, we give Kale our credit card and then we finally figured out okay as he's driving longer distances instead of just giving him cash that we know he'll lose or I'm not know but you know we take a higher risk of him losing cash uh, to have for gas and emergency so forth we said okay let's get a credit card here the problem we had is when you get a credit card, whatever card is linked to your account automatically has the same um, amount that you can use as you would have for your parent card. So, for instance, if our card has a $2,000 limit, now he's carrying around a card that has a $2,000 limit, and we want to be careful with that, and that made us a little uneasy. One, just because you know, a high school student, they can lose their wallet or you know, car get broken into or whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, net that credit card's out there and then that makes it hard. So um, one of the things we had uh, was a scare on, you know, if our account got hacked and then we were getting ready to go on a weekend trip, then we no longer have our card to use, uh, card. And uh, we were talking about, for those issues, it's sketchy. And you and Cena had a solution, so why don't you lead us into that solution you had for me? I think it was last Friday. Right, so,
2: yes, it was, it, last Friday. So the solution we have, if you have a teenage driver, and all you're wanting to do is give them a credit card for gas, you can actually use a lot of the gas stations have apps. Now around, you know, around our area, Exxon Mobile is. Uh, we have, it day, three gas stations in town. We have uh, one Exxon, one uh, Marathon or Mo- Exxon Mobil, and a GoMart. Yeah. So. So the wide variety of gas stations in our area aren't that great, but I know a lot of your major chains like ExxonMobil, Sheets, a lot of them have a staff app that you can actually use. Right. And
1: and that was our issue was that, you know, we only have three gas stations here. He gets gas at the same place. And I asked the gas station, hey, you know, if we start an account, how would that work? And so just kind of ran some stuff by one of the cashiers. But you actually had the solution. I actually, I will say Cena brought it up first, but I'll give Cena credit there, just so I don't get in trouble. Um, so go ahead from that point in the story. Talk about your solution.
2: Okay, so for around here, we actually use and recommend the Exxon mobile app just for the basis of that's basically you know most of our biggest option around here. Plus, with the Exxon app, it works very similar to all the other apps. You can actually link it with a credit card. Now the way to link it with a credit card is you have to actually have the credit card information stored on your phone. So if you have an iPhone, you you'll use Apple Pay. Or if you have an Android device, you'll have to use Google Pay and you'll link your credit card with that. So down babe, I'm gonna ask you, when you set that part of it up, was that how hard or easy was that for you to set up?
1: Well, actually, so I followed what you and Cena were telling me and I and I set up our Google I set up Google Pay on my phone. <laughs> But when my wife Cheryl did it, the Exxon Mobile app, she was able to link it straight to the credit card in that app. She didn't have to go through oh, nice. Yeah, she didn't have to go through Google pay. So it, it had a part under the account where you can just add a credit card to the account or you could do the Google pay. Um, okay, So she went ahead and just skipped the Google pay. And did just the credit card link to it, and then uh, and then that's what Kale, my son, that's what he did as well. He went straight in and just did the credit card link straight to the Exxon Mobile app. So that that was well, really easy once we downloaded the app. And there's a couple there that made it a little tricky because they have a couple of apps that do different things, I guess. But I just found the one that said it said on it you know let you pay for your fuel, and then uh, just put in our information with an account. Um, linked it to a credit card. I linked it also to my Google Pay, so I can do it either way, I guess, but I defaulted to the credit card after Cheryl did her side of it. She's a little more in tune with how to look around and figure stuff out, so uh, she sorted that out, and then I went in and fixed mine to go straight to the credit card. And then uh, it offers up, you know, turn on your uh, GPS, and it'll tell you where the stations are, or I typed in my zip code and it showed me what stations were here in town, and we have two that use the app, so. Um, it was fairly easy. I mean, it took me maybe five minutes. The What took the most time was going and getting the credit card to get the number. That took more time than actually doing the app. So it's very, very user-friendly.
2: Right, and that's what I like is whenever you pull into the gas station, the first thing it does is if you have location settings turned on on your phone, it'll pop up, and seeing as it actually popped up and said, hey, you're at Handy Mart," which is the gas station uh, that she was using, so when I tried it, my GPS was must have been a little off that day because it picked me up in Spencer, but it didn't actually pick me up at Handy Mart. So I actually pulled it up, and it said, okay, you're in Spencer, which gas station are you at? So then once I picked that, it walked me through the, the rest of the steps.
1: Okay, well, the good news is we had uh, Kale here. He tried <laughs> it out this morning. So, Kale, why don't you walk us through the steps you had to go through in your experience of getting gas using this app.
0: Well, once you pull in and you open up the app it just comes up and it says are you at this gas station you click yes and then it makes you pick your pump you slide it's like a wheel that you would spin and you just pick the number of pump you're at and then once you pick it it says choose what gas you hit the button and then you start pumping and then it just says, you are fueling now, and then at the end it just says, you paid. Did it verify
1: the amount and all that stuff?
0: No, it just gave you, at the very end, it gave you how many points you got and what you were getting from fueling there.
1: Okay, and then so I had this conversation with Kel briefly right before we started the show just to make sure that it all went smooth and we know what we were having a conversation about. And uh, the funny part was, uh, what was the one thing you told me as the highlight of using the app there, Kale? <laughs> you mentioned the reward points.
0: Oh yeah, I got, <laughs> I got six for only a gallon and a half of gas. Yeah,
1: we didn't really need gas, but we had him try it out anyway. But uh, so, what are you getting the re- rewards points for?
0: Um, I think I uh, think yeah, go ahead, yeah,
2: Joe. Oh no, go ahead, Kale.
0: Well, on the, uh, I went and looked at it earlier in the fall whenever I first started driving and it said once you get so many points you can use your points to get like a free gallon of gas or so
1: okay. I figured you know being a teenager hey what am I getting out of this deal would be the first question and by golly that was it you know rewards points what do I get so I'm impressed that you went and looked that up and of course were you disappointed that it was just uh, was it just gas or did you think you were getting something else out of the deal
0: well, if you use your uh you can use it inside, like if you buy so much stuff you get points for that too. Oh okay. So you can get free stuff. What so. kind of free stuff? Did you check it out? No,
1: I didn't. Okay, didn't get that far yet? Alright, so
0: not going inside the gas station.
1: Yeah, I know, yeah, it's yeah, you're you're kinda on the protocol of not going inside, so that makes sense. But um Okay. So I, I just figured being a teenager that's the first thing. What am I getting out of this deal? Uh, either A and presents for free and or just what can I get out of it uh, being a, a teenager. That's always high on the priority list there. So, all right, Joe, will fill us in on the, the other information
2: that goes along with this. Okay. So the app, uh, I was looking up here and I didn't realize this, but you can actually use the app for any, just, not just gas, you can actually use it for in-store purchases as well to help you know rank up more points. And actually, inside the app, there's actually a rewards center, which I'm not able to open up right now because I'm using my phone right. to call in. But there's actually a rewards center button inside the app that will actually show you what, you know, what your reward settings are and what you can get with those reward points.
1: Gotcha. Nice. Well, I like it. It it definitely uh, when I was talking with you and seeing it made me feel good because again, we're nervous having you know a 16 year old. Not that he would do anything bad. Um, But, you know, if someone would steal his wallet or whatever, we'd have to cancel our credit card. So for him just running around our small rural town here getting gas occasionally, he gets gas maybe once every two weeks. um, You know, it makes it easy so that we don't have to be as uh, worried about losing that credit card. So now he doesn't have to carry it with him everywhere. Uh, Still gives us a little bit of an issue of, you know, if he breaks down or needs a tow truck or he drives to Ripley a half hour away or whatever, you know. Still have those issues, but for normal everyday usage here, he doesn't have to pack that credit card around. It makes us feel better. So that that's a great tip, and I really appreciate you and Cena listening to my troubles and having a solution that was that easy and that readily available, and uh, obviously works.
2: Well, we're happy to help like I said, we, use it. we love it. So, Kale, just based on your first experience here, if you had the choice between cash, credit card, and the app. Which would you prefer and
0: why? The app because you get free stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel good to earn something,
2: even if it's free. I mean, so, so, convenience has, so convenience has nothing to do with it, just purely on point.
0: If you're getting gas, you might as well get extra gas for free.
1: Well, I assume, too, you're more affluent with using your phone. Like, I, I'm, I'm still old school enough that uh, I don't care whether I use my phone to do stuff like that or not, but he's very affluent with his phone. Like, he tells me quite often, you know, hey, you could just use your phone for that. I can't even remember what you were telling me last night. Uh, so same thing, like I was trying to set up Google Pay or maybe it was the fingerprint validation. He's like, you can just use your phone for that. Just do that. It's way simpler and easier. So I think for kids, um, it's. And I, am I reading that right, Kel? you You're more familiar with using your phone and used to it so it doesn't bother you?
0: Yeah. I'd say it's easier than, like, whenever I use my wallet and had to take out the credit card, I just use the credit card, put it back in my pocket, yeah. and I wouldn't worry about putting it back in my wallet until I got back in the car. That and makes me feel good. Just using the app, I can set it on the back fender and then just yeah, let it do its thing while I get gas.
1: So, and that's sarcasm on my part, the fact that you're just throwing a credit card back in your pocket you got to remember to put it back in your wallet holy cow all right Joe, sounds like you saved me a lot of hassle
2: (laughs) well and i'll tell you from from a security standpoint using the app is much more secure just based on all the issues of these gas stations and you know luckily we've been we've been blessed that we've not had any issues in spencer that i know of right that a lot of these Bigger areas are dealing with the credit card scammers, those little dongles oh, yeah. that they put over top of the credit card readers. This bypasses that issue completely.
1: Yeah, that's and that that makes me feel good. We travel quite a bit for soccer and, and sports, so, yeah, having that, mm-hmm. always worried about scammers, uh, you know, and like you said, those fake scanners going in, um, so that makes me feel a lot better. We use Sheets a lot because uh, there's a lot of Sheets on our route, so I'm going to have to get the
2: Sheets app. Oh, yeah, that you're only hurt yourself the sheet. <laughs> and i will having the Sheets
1: app. And I tell you what, we traveled for soccer a couple of years ago, and I forgot my wallet, and Cheryl didn't have her purse because it was just a day trip, and uh, we got down to Barbersville <laughs> and realized
0: they Yeah thing of change that we had
1: yeah luckily we had about 15 dollars worth of change stored in our minivan by the time we went through all the seats and the floors and under the mats and our change compartment we had 15 dollars to buy gas to get us home and uh, we had a really good friend josh reynolds who bought us lunch um, treated us to lunch to help us out but it was one of those deals where uh, if i'd have had my google pay my samsung pay or one of these apps we'd have had no worries at all uh, but since we didn't have those in place, we struggled. So that just gives you an, an idea of my technological prowess. It took two years, even after that instance of not having my credit cards, to get all my stuff working here. So that now I'm a little better protected. So good stuff on your part there, Joe and Cena, for uh, taking care of me and uh, again doing your deal, which is helping out consumers, helping out private individuals and companies alike to get through their day better. And
2: try to make things
1: life a little easier. Yeah, yeah, you guys saved me a ton. So, <laughs> and that's a so that's another good reason as we start to wrap up the show here. One thing I will say, Joe, you guys, you and Cena both are awesome at uh, helping out with whatever technology problems you had. You remoted in this morning, which pushed back our show some, but uh, I had a computer issue, and it seems like you're doing this more and more frequently as I'm branching out on what we're doing here. Uh, I cause more problems, but you're able to remote in and fix it. So I will say this if if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're worried about distance, or uh, if you're worried about the coronavirus and you're saying, "Man, I'd love to have my computer fixed or worked on," but uh, you know I don't want anybody to coming to my house, or I don't want to go to a business, call A and M Digital Technologies, talk with Joe and Cena, and have them remote in to try to fix your issues. Because you fixed my issue this morning in probably 15 minutes. Um, otherwise, I'd have been stuck and either had to bring a laptop to you, or you'd have had to make a run into our office. And uh, that's a wonderful. Uh, service that you provide.
2: Yeah, it works out well for everybody, and, and not only just the convenience and less issues of you know spreading germs, but office the the speed. You know, you know, it's it's no big deal to drive to your office, but that's ten minutes. You know, that's a ten minute drive. Oh yeah, yeah. So but you every, have a you have it, a twenty minute
1: long. round trip into something that you know you can fix online in five minutes anyway.
2: Right. So so you know. You called me, within 30 seconds I was in the system and started working, and like I said, we done no time flat. We was able to get remoted in, get it resolved much faster than me just trying to drive in, just to drive alone.
1: Yeah, so that makes it really nice. Um, and that's a huge benefit to A, knowing somebody that's got the, your technological background, and B, having a local business. So with that, let's start to wrap up our show here. If anybody has any questions on the Netflix parent security, the Apple face shield issue, uh, what they're doing there or the Amazon Prime Day or just tip of the week stuff with the apps that we talked about getting gas and the credit card apps. If they have any questions and that want to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you or Cena?
2: And give us a call at our office at 304-927-3588. Check out our website at dot We'll follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at AM Digital tech on all that. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you pick up your favorite podcast. Just look up for Help Desk with Dave and Joe, or Help Desk with Joe and Dave. And be sure to check out all the other uh, podcasts that Patch offers through the Patch Turned Up podcast. And also check out the Patch Turned Up app as well for all great music uh, podcasts and all the content there as well.
1: Yep, and it's all student-driven other than having A&M digital technology power everything. So... Right now, we're in a coronavirus deal, and we are doing tons of online content for kids and parents. And uh, as I say that, I have Pam out here in our other studio now ready to do some preschooler shows for educational shows and read, makes, and do's. And uh, A&M Digital Technologies, you and Cena have really stepped up to the plate to help us get all this stuff online, put all this in place. You and Cena have taught our after-school programs for middle school broadcasting, so I can't thank you. You and Cena, enough. AM Digital Technologies. And folks, I will say this right away. I will vouch for them. They're a local business. They also do remote work and personal business. Utilize them. They're here in our community and they're doing wonderful stuff. And you guys spend a lot of time working with our kids as well in our after school program. So a huge thank you for that. And again, uh, keep in mind Cena behind the scenes doing all the real heavy lifting. Joe and I are just the pretty faces out front. So uh, we appreciate all the work Cena does in
2: the background. And she has a tough job to try to keep
1: us on task. I know. Uh, she probably felt pretty good about Amazon Prime being pushed back. I bet uh, <laughs> yeah, she's like, all right, no big deal. That's great. That saves me another couple months of uh, that Amazon Prime bill. But, all right, anyway, well, yeah. thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for working it out so we can do this remote call-in deal and still keep some of our podcasts going. And uh, I'm going to turn it over to Kel here, and we are going to – Close out this podcast and this Facebook Live show. So, again, a big thanks to Joe and Cena from Ain't Digital, and Digital Technologies. If you have any technological questions or need anything as far as ordering supplies that deal with technology uh, or just work on computers, phones, and iPads and so forth, call Joe and Cena. They'll fix you up. Local here to Spencer, West Virginia. All right. Well, thank you, Joe. And we're going to let Cale wrap it up. And, uh, Joe, we'll catch up I with you think- next week.
2: Thank you, guys. See you guys next week.
0: This is Kale, and you've been listening to Help Desk with Joe with Patch Turned Up. Stay tuned in for more podcasts, music, news, and updates from our Patch students. Patch, community, and children first. This concludes our Facebook broadcast. You've been watching Help Desk with Joe. We'll be back with more shows. Make sure you tune in and join us next time. (sniffs) I don't know.